Hey guys, it's your boy Eli from the Geeks and Terrians. Back for another watching review with the good old Joey over here. Sup? <laughs> That's uh, what it makes <clears> sense. Um, so this is the sixth episode. This is the episode where we basically come back from uh, Angela's her basically taking so many of those nostalgia drugs that she basically goes a little cuckoo. She's the past of her grandfather. Yeah, she gets a blast from the past uh, in more than one way. So I mean, there was a blast towards the end. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the episode's called This Extraordinary Being, which is probably a reference to something. I'm starting to realize that a lot of the titles are references to something involving, um, like, um, something, something out of, something that's related to things. It's kind of like how I read a chapter of watching it ends with a quote for somebody. It's kind of like that. It's usually based on something like last week's episode of A Little Afraid of Lightning was a reference to, uh, I think it was 13 Leagues Under Sea. Yeah, Nemo. Uh, isn't that a hundred leagues on the thousand, ten thousand leagues under the sea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. So <clears throat> that's. I mean, I, I feel like that's an interesting thing to note. But, yeah, you know, it's a it's a pretty good episode. In my opinion, it's a good episode. What's your opinion? Um, it's certainly an interesting episode. I'll mm -hmm. say that. Um. Uh, it, like I think yeah, the whole uh, I guess our sort of a uh, theory about like. How every I think you've mentioned that like how, like the show's creators mentioned like mm -hmm. that like the more episodes that come out the more st things start to make sense. This is definitely like one of those episodes that were like yeah. oh, okay yeah a lot of things are making sense now. Um, so for those of you guys who are listening to us or watching us, the way we like to do it is we uh, we kind of like interchange at the times we go into a break uh, breakdown of the episode. And then talk about our thoughts. Sometimes we start off with our thoughts first and go through the breakdown. Um, I think this one, we'll just start off with our thoughts and go to the breakdown. And then usually towards the, towards some, at some point we like to go into full spoilers about our, our deep thoughts of the show. So yeah, um, I think I think you're right. I think, yeah, this is one of those episodes where it, it reveals a lot of stuff, especially when it comes to Angela and her relationship with Will. Uh, was that his name Bass, right? Yeah, I believe his last name was Bast. Yeah. Yeah. And so we find out more about him. Oh, no, it's Reeves. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's I'm Reeves. I'm thinking of the... <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're right, you're I'm right. I'm thinking yeah. of the... Yeah. Yeah, some other stuff. So, yeah. Um, no, it's... A lot of stuff is revealed. I like how it's shot. It's a, probably the more better shot episodes. I love the, the camera work on that one. But essentially, yeah, it's a it's a good episode. Um, it continues to intrigue me as we go along. Uh, sadly, there is no Adrian Bite storyline this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of like if you've been following the show, it makes sense why uh, there is no Adrian like like segment because it's essentially a sort of like the entire episode is basically like a huge flashback into. Uh, will's past and you know all the stuff he's done mm -hmm. and uh it, it just wouldn't like tonally make sense to have like just a weird random cutaway to uh see what you know adrian vikes well what, what what kind of crazy kooky adventures he's been up to yeah so that's gonna that's the side part so this is part of the breakdown where we start off so the episode starts off with a scene from american hero story which is this world's equivalent to American Horror Story, American Crime Story, uh, all that good stuff. 
where it starts off with uh, the who a person who we essentially know as Hooded Justice. Yeah. And he's been integrated to, you know, reveal his face. He's being coerced. And it eventually leads into a very Zack Snyder-esque fight scene. Yeah, like, again, like, it feels like, 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 they're trying to mimic that, like, the Watchmen movie from, like, whenever we see that American Hero Story stuff. And I don't know if it's, like, supposed to be really meta or not. Like, a lot of people have talked about that. Where it's, 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 it's very reminiscent of Zack Snyder's, uh... 2009 film yeah like it's it's super weird because i feel like like it feels like they're trying to say something about that but i it, it doesn't really come well clear. there was a point where pd talked about talk shit about it <laughs> well i mean yeah they, they say that but like i'm guessing that's sort of like yeah. they're just gonna continue to do that on on, on occasions they'll just cut to an american hero story stuff like that but yeah it's 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 certainly interesting because I think, uh, it, it like either trying to it, like he's he's being interrogated by like two FBI agents if I remember correctly. Yeah, and there's like a lot of them. <clears throat> it, it bounces back and forth to his uh, the one thing that a lot of people kind of know about Hooded Justice, and essentially is that he um might have or could or really was in a gay relationship with uh, Captain Metropolis. Yeah, and they were essentially going to use that. Yeah, because in was it the last episode, we see a uh, a scene where where they you know they're, they're doing a thing and they're banging. Yeah, they're doing a thing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're they're going at it like two buddies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, uh, well later on we uh we go back to the present where um Lori's trying to integrate trying to get Angela's on a waiver saying hey we need you to to pump out we, we need your approval to pump whatever the thing whatever those pills are doing to you out of your body now yeah and as soon as they're saying that she's starting like getting flashbacks she's getting the the she's seeing like people doing a little drum roll kind of stuff and then we slowly lead into the past with will will being um graduate basically graduating as a cadet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, uh, which police department was it again? I think they're in New York. Okay, see that makes sense. I was wondering the whole time, like, how did he get to? No, because they they mention like they talk about like Harlem later. Yeah, that's episode, right. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're in New York. Yeah, and um, so it's so he's they're all like saying, you know, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of the force. This and. One thing I didn't notice until my second viewing, he's the only black guy in the whole room. Yeah. In the whole force right now. Well, no, there's like a, there's a, there's a lieutenant that's also a black guy. Yeah, man. I can't remember his name because apparently uh, he was an actual, he was a real life um, policeman who was uh, the first one in history for, for, for New York. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't really remember his name. I'm sorry. Uh, I might be in there later. But, so... You know, you know, everyone's getting like, getting like, thank you for serving. Please be careful, all that kind of stuff. This was the police, this is the chief saying to everyone, except for uh, Will, because you know he just skips past him like, like, like nothing. Yeah, and it's the lieutenant that comes and like does that whole uh, thing for him, like you know, thank you for joining and like be careful out there and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then he drops an interesting thing called Cyclops. 
Yeah, he's... Beware the Cyclops. Yeah, like, before he, like, goes off, he just whispers in his ear, beware the Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Yeah, and then he goes off in his first duty. He ca- he finds a... Well, for, and it's, I like this is an establishing shot of what time period this is. Because there's a, there's a moment where you pass by a newsstand, and you... They then they mention the whole Nazi stuff, so we're now in World War Two kind of area. Uh, yeah, it's sort of a yeah, yeah, like it's sort of the the forties, fifties kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we see a man. I think his name is Fred. His name is Fred, right? Um, the the ch- the big old dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. For, so f- there's this character introduced to his name is Fred. He. Out in the open, throws a Molotov into a Jewish deli. Yeah, and like right in front of uh, uh of Will too. Will like notices he's about to do something. He's like, "Hey, stop!" He's like, you know, just make throw, me, make me. Yeah, you know, like uh, I don't care. Uh, yeah, and so Will has him arrested, and throughout throughout the whole process, the guy is telling him, "Fred is him, like, um, you you know, I'll be out like." to in like an under a day right like you're not gonna keep me like down well yeah he, like well, yeah. which makes you think, which and later on it's confirmed that because like he comes in uh, some officers come in and take him away from him they make him make him apologize too well for calling him certain things that he shouldn't have been called and literally the next i want to say it was the next day uh, it seems like it. Like the next the, day, he's the way it's shot. so it's like first of all, it's all shot like if it was a one take. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's like I think it's edited that way because mm-hmm. obviously there's like a bunch of scene transitions where it just like goes to like a building and then it transitions into night and then pulls back in and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like it's definitely not like a full like actual like one take shot. Mm-hmm. It's it's edited that way. Which you know is is interesting enough, I guess. Yeah, uh, from your editing, what are your thoughts on it from an editing standpoint? It's fine. <laughs> I mean, they they did a pretty good job. I mean, I didn't notice the jump, so yeah. you know, that's that's a that's a good job from Joey. Uh, I guess I'm not like a editing <laughs> yeah. critic, so you know. All he knows that one movie didn't deserve it. Eh, you know, whatever. Let's just get back to talking. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's a back to topic. Um, they make an interesting note of something that I, that I really like. That I really like is that uh, when they come up to a newsstand, what comes back up to that newsstand? The newspaper guy offers him Action Comics number one. Yeah, like uh, just to enforce that this is a DC product. Well, I mean. Yeah, but isn't that also just like in terms of the lore of yeah. Watchmen that there were comic books? Yeah, because uh, there had to be inspiration, and the fact that it's a um, Superman, the first book that includes Superman Action Comics number one, uh, and reading Doomsday Clock right now from DC, it's kind of like this weird thing that I'm that there's a this interesting connection between Superman and Doctor Manhattan. But that's in the that's in a different uh, sequel that has no relation to this series at all. But um, you know he's offered, it, and then he gets a little call, a uh, reminder of his past because the whole. Oops, sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> no, but uh, he gets a reminder of like of his past because like the whole story of uh, Clark was that his father put him in a spaceship and sent him away to be saved from like basically mutual destruction. Yeah, he he relates to that because that's what happened to him. His dad sent him away from being burned alive. 
Well, yeah, being uh, caught up in that the Tulsa massacre thing. Yeah, and a lot of people have have made that connection with um, Will and Superman. Really, this this child who was sent away and stuff. Yeah, which I, I just like now. Now seeing that kind of makes a lot more sense because the way the way this this story goes on, it makes sense why people why that connection was there and why probably there was an extra connection during uh was it episode five. The one with the baby? Um, I think so. Yeah, but so as going back to topic, as soon as he leaves, as soon as um he starts looking at the book, he gets bumped by Fred again. Yeah, and he sort of gives that taunting like, I mean, you know, I told you I'd be up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I told you. And so Will goes up to the 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 precinct and asks, "Why did you guys let him out? I he was he clearly did it. He did it. He even did it on broad daylight." It wasn't daylight, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he did it in front of me. Like clearly, you know, he's responsible. And uh, I think, like, I think, like the guy at the, the desk is sort of like, "Listen, man, like you don't want to get involved in this." Like I'm trying to help you out, dude. Yeah, and like the thing about it is that, like, to like the one of the, the officers I was taking uh, Fred away was also doing like this, like, like weird yeah. hand thing on his head, which is a which is, which we already have figured out has to do with the whole Cyclops thing. Yeah, like the the one eye kind of thing. So, you know, he goes out, he leaves, and he goes out for a walk home, only to be uh, cornered by some of um, the, some police officers, and specifically one that helped that helped him out in a sense to get rid of the get rid of Fred, but really it didn't happen. And so, what happens there is that he gets beat up, and he's close to be he's literally lynched. Yeah, they 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 beat him up in like a in a back alley, take him to 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 like a cemetery, I think, right? Yeah, it was some kind of some some there was a tree involved. Yeah, there was obviously there was a tree involved. Um, and then you know they they pretty much like go through the process of like trying to lynch him, and then like after maybe like a couple minutes, they decide to cut him down. Yeah, as a as a warning. Yeah, like basically that whole um scenario. Was them being like, listen, don't get involved in any of this business, or you know, next time we'll 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 you know we'll kill you for real. Yeah, and I think I kind of have an issue with that, but I'm I've at the same time I'm able to overlook it, right? In certain terms of a story, where for me that scene was not only good, it sets up the 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 conflict. But I feel like, I mean, why is it? Why don't you just kill him off, kind of thing? But same time, if you kill him off, it, it attracts attention that you might not want. Yeah, it's considering that he's also, you know, a police officer. You know, like I feel like he's, uh, if the police state, like you know, if the police precinct or whatever mm-hmm. is definitely corrupt, then they'd probably know, like, they need to like that whatever stuff they're doing behind, they need to keep it a low profile. Yeah, no, I agree. So you know, so randomly killing like a a a new black officer would be very like, you know, something was up. Yeah, yeah, very suspect. Yeah, and like, the, I mean, it's clearly it's established that this this the system is corrupt. That the um, as much as I like, uh, this is gonna sound kind of political, because at this point it kind of it's a very. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, what? 
Uh, uh, well, it's more. It's more. It's gonna touch subjects that it's not gonna not gonna be liked by a lot of people. Let's go with that. Eh, Where, like the the whole, the whole system is corrupt. It's out against uh, African Americans and all that kind of stuff. Which, if that's your belief, you know, if you don't believe in that, whatever you do, all right. But essentially, it's established that this is how the system is. It will wants to you know change that system. Yeah. And you know he's walking home. He's he he's he's. By the way, one thing we didn't talk about is that um, every now and again it'll switch between him and and uh, Angela. Yeah, like because you know Angela obviously took the 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 Saja pills. She's experiencing all his memories. Yeah, and so, it's, it gets trippy sometimes. Yeah, so on occasions, like the camera will like pan from Will and then like pan back to him, but it's Angela mm-hmm. in in in, in f- where he's at in his clothes and everything. Yeah, making him look like he was there. So yeah, yeah. The reason I brought that up is because the literally after the whole um, precinct thing, well, no, the the graduation. Sorry, uh, he's talking to it's basically his wife. Yeah, and she says that you are an angry man. That you are, you have it won't let the past go, which is kind of mirrors Angela's whole story too. Kind of yeah, because like her whole thing is that she can't let go of the past. Uh, she went through a lot of stuff, you know, the white knight kind of thing. Yeah. So she knows a lot of, she she has a lot of anger in her past. And it's this kind of going back to like, I think it was the last, episode, no, two episodes before with the whole legacy thing. Yeah. You know, that's it's kind of the running motif right now. And so what I really liked about what happens next in Will's story is that he sees two people getting mugged by a group of guys, and he is angry. He is angry, and so he takes a mask that they put on him to while he was in the middle of being lynched. He pokes holes through it, puts it on. By the way, he still has like the noose around his neck, uh, around his neck. He, so he puts on the mask and goes in and beats some beats some guys up. And save the two, save those, save those two people. Yeah, and that is where we have, and where a lot of people have have thought, have speculated that is true. That is where we get our birth of hooded justice, which is interesting because it's because so the episode starts off with what people think of hooded justice as. Yeah, this sort of, you know, well. The the whole thing with Hooded Justice is that Hooded Justice has no no one knows who Hooded Justice is. He's the first superhero and all that stuff. And now and so they made up these stories kind of stuff, which is kind of like what American Hero story is about. It's like all these like stories that people that think they know about the Minutemen, but isn't really from what PD has told us. Yeah. And now we get the full confirmation that Hooded Justice was Will Reeves. He. The reason he has all that, he looks like a hangman kind of guy, because he was on, he was at the process of being hanged. It's kind of like a, um, uh, kind of like a Batman thing where, you know, Batman dresses up as a bat because it was it was his childhood fear. So now he wants to strike fear onto his enemies. So it's kind of like the thing where he was he wants to, I don't know, just give a brighter image. I don't want to say brighter image. That's kind of fucked up, wouldn't it? Uh kind of yeah. Yeah, but no, um, sort of bring this sort of beautiful sort of like. This, um, 
oh, I'm just losing my words today. I can't really think of what's the right word to say. But I think the one I'm trying to go for is that um, this interesting view of of taking an image that's supposed to strike fear and making it more of justice, I guess. Uh, I guess. Um, I I think what he, I think what you're trying to go for is that uh, he's taking it like his situation, and essentially like he, like what happened to him, and essentially turning it into like. The thing that powers them in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, that's what it is. And kind of, and it goes back to what Lori would say about people who wear masks. As a way to escape their fear or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it, it comes all... So this is where it's, it starts to make a lot more sense, like you said earlier. It comes full circle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, do you think I'm just uh, overanalyzing or just like... Uh, no, I think it's a... It's a it's, it, I think it's a solid analysis. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's a... No, I think it all it, it makes sense in terms of like uh, just looking at how all the characters sort of uh, yeah interact and like just you know, sort of I like... kind of want to put this in the spoiler one, but considering how it's just the big plot point, you kind of like can't gloss over it with the spoiler because it's, it's going to be told anyway. And plus, a lot of people figured out that he was hooded justice. I mean, that's up to you, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't no, know. but do we do have one spoiler thing to talk about? So it's like I was just trying to think where would we. Good, be a good place to talk about spoiler, but I think I got a good one. Unless you want to mention that. I mean, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, so. Yeah, well, we'll get there when we get there. But I uh, know, um, he goes back to his wife. <laughs> he admits that he is angry. Because, I mean, oh, I would be too if someone tried to kill me. But, um, so, he takes up the whole um, idea of being hooded justice. Because it was the only way for him to actually find justice in the whole, in this whole system that is made to go against him. So now, I guess the way to, this is where the whole idea that he was a white guy came from, is that his wife gave him the idea to mask his, to make himself look more white. Yeah, like she essentially like would put makeup around his eyes and eyebrows or whatever, just to like, Cause the only thing, the only uh, place you saw like his skin were like where his eyes were. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she she uh, painted it, like like his surrounding like, eyes like with, to look like a white person. Yeah, because like in her words, um, no one if they knew it was a black guy, it'd be a lot more worse. If it was a white guy, they'd be more um, lenient towards it. No, I think uh, yeah, something like that. Like she was like sort of like if they if they want to hear, they're gonna appreciate it more if it looks like if it's if they look like them. Yeah, something it's, like that. It's kind of what's it's it's kind of messed up if you really think about it. That you know, if, considering the times. I mean, yeah, like uh, you know, a a a, a, a African American uh, going around beating people up. Being dealing vigilante justice in the forties would probably have uh, uh, would not go well in terms mm-hmm. of how society acted yeah. at the time. So from there, we find out that Fred owns a little store that was a rival towards the deli that he burned down earlier. So that's why he burned it down. And this is where the the it is a recre. It's it's what really happened in that first episode of. The American Horror Story, where Hooded Justice breaks into a into a convenience store to save people from being shut up, where Will goes in and we find out that there was actually a uh, a 
a sort of a KKK ring. Yeah, like uh, the, the the shop was was also somewhat of a front for uh, uh, you know KKK meetings, and uh, Will discovers essentially that they're plotting something. Yeah, and we'll go into that in our spoiler. Yeah, and you know the whole Cyclops thing because there's even like like little like yeah, there's circles. images around everywhere. The the one eye thing, and so as we go along, he breaks in, and so and so that he gets into the fight inside the corner store. Everyone sees him. They try to shoot him up, and we go back, and as he breaks through the window, kind of like the complete opposite of what happened in the show. Instead of breaking in, he breaks out. Yeah. And you had a complaint about this. I feel like we should address it too. No, it's no, it's just more like uh, I I feel like it's not that big of a complaint. It's more like just I think it's sort of a running theme that I've noticed in the show is just sort of like the CG isn't that like isn't that great yeah, from time to time. That, that was very uh, not good. Yeah, because they do like this whole CGI slow motion uh moment with him breaking through the glass and uh. The thing about it is, like, they, you know, obviously, like, they slow it down, and, like, it's pretty much a standstill, and it clearly, uh, like, the, I guess the model they use for Hooded Justice doesn't look that great, mm-hmm. and it's even, like, more, uh, weirder when, um, cause it, cause it's, like, remember, like, it's, like, the transitioning between Angela and Will back and forth on certain occasions. Yeah, it's, it's basically the, the hood, it's, it's the body of Hooded Justice, with the eyes of uh, Angela. And yeah, it looks really weird. R- really, really weird. Like, you, w- you would think that uh, because it's in black and white, the CGI wouldn't be that uh, noticeable for it, but it actually makes it worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just, again, again, that's sort of a thing that I've noticed. Yeah, it was very... <laughs> yeah, and so that's when Lori comes in. She tells her that um, we're going to try to get you out. You get her husband Cal in to do some some like keywords to uh to to bring her back. Yeah, back to reality. Back to reality, and it clearly fails because we we're still in there. Yeah, and we get our first introduction to uh Captain Metropolis. Yeah, like his uh you know his civilian getup because mm-hmm. uh he comes in to uh will's house and i think this is like it feels like it's like probably like definitely a couple months later yeah it's been a couple i would say a couple year a year or two later probably yeah because you know Captain metropolis shows up and pretty much sort of like want like sort of questions will about like he um wanted to know if hooded justice wanted to wants to join up in a new team like the minutemen yeah and so what eventually happens is that uh, he kind of figures, and the guy who has the Metropolis basically kind of figures out that, you know, Will is Hood of Justice. And then it cuts to um, them banging. Yeah, which. Um, you want to get into that into the spoiler, or you want to go do it here? I I don't know. It just like it happens. I still don't. I still, honestly, I still don't understand why it even happens. No, I'm with you. I feel like, but for me, it was more. Um, Will was kind of just using it to to have the resources. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess... Because the thing with the Captain Metropolis brings up is that I'll, I'll help you out so long as you join us. Anything you need, you know, just, just let me know. It's a lot, I'll just keep your secret. We'll help you with what you want. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of... I, yeah. And I got that from it, but, you know, it's just... Uh, I get, I get what I get you're saying. I get what you're saying. It just felt off. But um, after that, you know, everyone's happy to see Hooded Justice part of the Minutemen. And I, I like how they kind of faded out um, the rest of the Minutemen, like uh, the comedian, Silk Spectre, Owlman, Mothman, and those guys. Uh, yeah, it is pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I think like, yeah, because I think w- uh, Will also sort of like tries to bring up like, because... Uh, yeah, because I get, I understand what you mean by like he, he, he will using the Minutemen as a resource to like stop like the Ku Klux Klan, because like he sort of like when he's like getting interviewed, he sort of brings up like the fact that there's like seems to be like this um, conspiracy like going on that with the Ku Klux Klan that might they might be planning to do something, but Captain Midnight, not Midnight, <laughs> Captain Midnight, no, it was a different character, bro. Yeah, no, not bad. I don't know why that came out. Uh, Metropolis sort of like. Cut, cut, kind of butts in is like, oh yes, uh, we're trying to stop this villain who's going to use like sun rays to like, uh... yeah, a very uh, cheesy, um, hokey kind of thing you expect from heroes of that era, yeah, like comic book heroes. And it's 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 kind of funny how they uh, turn how they try to play off something that's very, you know, you have the Ku Klux Klan, which is very real, very. Um, sort of dangerous thing and just try to cover up with like a little fun kind of joke jokey thing yeah it's it's definitely like kind of weird and uh it's even more like a apparent that you know uh mm-hmm. captain metropolis and possibly the minute men probably don't really much give that much of a shit when they uh when he reveals like they're like sponsors or whatever mm-hmm. being like this uh, bank yeah and like the image uh has like like one of the heroes uh, essentially, had putting a a, a African American in, in handcuffs. So yeah, the the one of the images that were quite noticeable in the first episode that I don't think we mentioned. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's Dollar Bill, and he was one of the big uh, guys from the Minutemen. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of messed up. And so later on, uh, we we know that years pass by because Will has a kid now, a son, and. His son is very interested in his whole, like, superhero gig. Yeah, like, he even watches him, like, put on the makeup so that, you know, he can go out and be hooded justice. Yeah. And later on, where Will is uh, asked to help out from an attack that happened in Harlem, where this lady went out and just hurt people. Well, no, it's more like, it was, like, sort of a riot within a theater, and everybody was, like, trying to hurt each other. Yeah. And so... Will finds out that the clan has some sort of responsibilities to it. Like, they were involved. Yeah. And, you know, he tries to get the whole the whole Minutemen in, but, you know, Catherine Metropolis is like, eh, you're crazy. What you're saying doesn't make any sense. This doesn't seem to be... This isn't, isn't, this isn't a problem for, uh... For the Minutemen. Yeah. A, pro- a, a problem with them with, for the Blacks. Okay, sure. Um... Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that um, Fred, the guy we've kind of seen around nowadays, has been a part of this whole conspiracy. 
Um, he doesn't recognize Will, and that's where he messes up because uh, eventually things go way downhill for him way, way quickly. And then Will goes in to this warehouse where it's all being planned and just, you know, he just cleans shop. Yeah, he absolutely just kills a bunch of people. Yeah, he just goes around. And then we find out um, why that riot was happening and what was the cause of it. By the way, it was, again, nicely shot sequences all around. Uh, I love the use of the music in this one. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of old-timey, like, music being played in the background of, like, pretty, uh, uh, gory fight scenes in yeah. a way, yeah. Kind of just the contrast and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, once he finds the, the stuff he needs, he burns it all down. Because, God forbid, we have that again. Yeah. And then he comes home to probably the worst thing you could imagine, his son putting on the, the, the hooded... The hooded justice stuff. Yeah, and he's, he he gets very upset about it. Um, he uh, goes and uh, tries to uh like wash off everything. Yeah, wash his face off of the pain and that stuff. And we find out it's a lot, probably a lot worse because his wife is now going to leave him because she knows that this life has basically uh, took it over him. Yeah, like you know, becoming a vigilante has consumed him, and that she's uh moving and she's taking the kid with her and moving him back to uh, Tulsa. Yeah. To which and, Will is very adamantly against doing anything like that. Yeah, he does not want to go back there. And we go back to the presidency, which we'll go into in our spoiler. The big reveal of how, you know, Judd got killed. Yeah, like, you know, because obviously, like, uh, Will was there when it happened. So it finally shows us what exactly happened to Judd. And uh, how, you know, Will was able to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it, um, like, I think finally, um, Angela's able to wake up and she wakes up in True's, office, in True's room, which, by the way, we forgot to mention this, but the pills are made by True Industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think Angela, I think, mentions that, like. When she's sort of explaining, like, the process of how they did it. Oh, no, it was Lori. No, Lori. Yeah, my bad. Like, Lori explains the process to Angela, you know, like, how they created, like, those nostalgia pills and mentions that, you know, True is behind that. Yeah, because Nostalgia was originally a product of Adrian Veidt. She bought Adrian Veidt's company and will refurbish it as something for people who want to have it. But the problem is too many people used it. Yeah, they overdose and like you know. Yeah, yeah, that's whole thing. And so that, so that ends the episode. And yeah, like I said, a lot. I, I love a lot of the shots that were done in this episode. It's probably the most, um, cinema, I don't want to say cinematic, but best a better cinematography than most of the episodes that come that came out. Um, yeah, I get. I I, I definitely uh, uh, understand that. Yeah. Like that—that that makes a lot of sense. Um, it definitely does look a lot of pretty sometimes, uh, and the black and white aesthetic is definitely a obviously like an obvious like, interesting choice to do because you know it's the forties, you know, black and white that makes sense, and it can also given the the situation is very black and white. Yeah, yeah, I guess from like uh, Will's perspective. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, it's it's been a it's a great episode. Um, it looks like we're not leaving the whole flashback sequence, and I think a lot more is going to be revealed in the next episode because we only have three episodes left for this season. Yeah, like uh, I believe. Yeah, it's definitely going to be very crazy. And well, I mean, I, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how they wrap mm-hmm. this up in three seasons, in three episodes. Yeah, and not to mention, there's this whole question of whether or not Doctor Manhattan is going to show up. Yeah, granted, it's not really mentioned in you know in this episode, obviously, but it's been a recurring theme uh, throughout most of the show. So, yeah, and so I'm very interested to see where that plays off. Now, at this point, I think we should go into spoilers. There's only like one big spoiler, and that's because it's a very important plot point that I feel kind of outweighs the plot point of finding out that hood adju- that uh, Will is hood of justice. Uh, I mean, that's how you want to argue it, then, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to go to the spoiler, because I have an argument for it. All right. So, thank mm. you guys for listening to this portion. If you haven't seen the episode, please do, and come back and watch our spoiler part of this review. And, well, yeah. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to do that. Okay, Joey. What Will finds in the hideout in Ted's grocery store was a book about mesmerism. Mesmerism mesmerism for the masses. Yeah. And so I had to do a little research on this. That is an actual... Mesmerism is an actual theory that it's basically kind of like hypnosis, but a little more towards the thought, where you use sounds and repeated words. So basically subliminal messaging to get people to follow whatever they want you to follow. And we find out that that is what the clan's been up to. That is the reason why there's been a riot in that movie theater because the projection had subliminal messages where it made people fight one another. Uh, yeah, which is uh, I'm gonna say that right now. I'm pretty sure that's the uh the plot to uh Kingsman, the first one, right? <laughs> I haven't seen Kingsman in a long time, so I can't really tell you. No, that's what happens, right? Uh, you know, Samuel Jackson uses this like high pitched screen. This high pitch uh, noisemaker that makes a bunch of people like try to murder each other, and it's in, like it's an app on their phone or whatever. Point is, right, back back to the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's what happens. And uh, like he, he go, when he goes to the warehouse, he pretty much fun, finds like all the, like the the tools they were using in order to make that happen. And he uses those tools again on Judd. Yeah, well, a more modern version of it, I guess. Yeah, because like basically he just does like a he has like a flashlight. Yeah. with them, and he just. Pretty much has does it like a strobing effect on him, which by the way was a warning in the beginning of the episodes. If you are not into that, please do not watch this episode. Well, I mean, you know, just like be aware that you're, you know, that that's gonna be happening. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it's a uh, he does that. He, he pretty much orders Judd to like wheel him next to the tree, and I think Judd is still like kind of under like that control, cause, mm-hmm. but also like still has the. uh Ability to like talk to talk freely, because mm-hmm. Will mentioned starts talking to him and like, like Judge sort of like asking like, okay, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah, and he clearly clearly Judge is still possibly involved with the clan. He um, Will does the little Cyclops sign, and so and you know he even asks him why do you have a. Uh, a clan's robe in your room and hidden in your room well and, and to judge the response is that it's his legacy 
That's his. Per- that's his big issue. Yeah, like he said, like it used to belong to his grandfather, and he's like, you know, that's part of my heritage. To which uh, Will responds, "Then why you keep it? Then why you hide? Then why do you hide it?" And I think Judd sort of makes some mention. Uh, I'm not sure if it was during this conversation, but uh, during this portion of the conversation or a bit earlier, but mm-hmm. like sort of like you don't understand. I'm trying to help you people, yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, no. Uh, Will again uses the strobing a flashlight mm-hmm. and pretty much just orders Judd to hang himself, and he does. Oh yeah, he does. Though I will say it's kind of weird how he hanged himself because I don't see any way for him to like fall down and just. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely kind of odd. Like, it doesn't seem like, because I don't remember if there was like a stool or anything there. And there wasn't a stool when he got hanged. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, so yeah, that's re- very weird because obviously it's like he's set up like in a way that like he's going to like jump off something and get hanged, but like it doesn't. We don't see what he's standing on. Yeah. So I, I find that really weird. Like, does like this weird hypnosis thing make him like have like superpowers or some bullshit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe a counterweight kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, that happens. And so the thing, so my theory as to why this is a bigger reveal than the Hood of Justice is because throughout a lot of the season, there's an implication of the big one eye. So it's going to come back later on. I think what's going to, ha- I think what's bound to happen is that the, that, um, what's the cavalry are going to use a very similar thing to inside another big issue, a big attack, and they're going to try to blame it on another um, squid attack, I guess. Because I forgot that last week's big reveal about the portal was the big issue as to why people thought that there was a um, giant squid in New York. Right, because I think last episode, uh, Senator the senator, uh, uh, well, I guess to be fair, like, you know, we we know that like it was a uh, Adrian Veidt that created that giant squid and caused that attack on New York. Mm-hmm. Not like, and it wasn't an extra dimensional being that came through like the portals, which was was being like made in New York. So yeah, so I guess which yeah, I guess that makes sense because like again, like because like, I think they they mentioned that like. Essentially, they want to like continue like stoking fear in the public, so that you know they can still have control. Exactly, that's my that's my big theory about that because they want to stoke fear, and what better way to use fear than use like the biggest fear, which is a race riot. I guess in a weird way. Well, I mean that's that's a big fear some people have nowadays. Well, I mean, I guess in terms of like the the world that's set up in this show, then yeah, yeah. and it kind of makes sense because the way um people are reacting in this world, like there's a lot of people who are upset with the whole referation stuff. A lot of people are upset with the way things are going. So you want to stir up the pot and make and sort of kind of do all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. That's my theory. It's it, I could be wrong, but you know, aside from that, I think this has been that is the, probably the bigger point. Um, we'll wait and see what happens next. The preview for next week pretty much goes in. We're gonna find out more about Angela's past. 
and I'm pretty sure we're going to find out what whole, what True's whole plan is along with what's going on with Adrian. Yeah. Which I'm very excited to see what happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. It definitely looks uh, interesting. Um, I will say this gives more weight to, to what happened in the past few episodes. Uh, like in what way? Like, well, who who justice is, why he's, why, um, Will is doing the stuff he does, this whole idea of legacy and anger and all that stuff with, like, certain people. And then just to mention, like, how this world is reacting to the whole Adrian Byte stuff. Yeah. The split stuff. It's just, it's, it's good. It just, you know, you just gotta follow it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's about all I have. Joe, you got anything else to say? Uh, no, I think we, uh, I think we've covered everything. Yeah, because this has been a very this this show. I feel, I, I I was right about this show. I feel like the further you go, the better, you better you have an understanding. The better it's centered around. Um, you you come to enjoy it a lot more. Like just watching it every once in a while is kind of okay, but you gotta watch it as it goes along. But I just I just wish it was more of a binge. I'm, I wish I wish we could just binge this instead of just waiting every week. Yeah, well, I feel like that affects it a lot. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not the one in charge. But yeah, guys, so that's been our review of episode six. Um, this extraordinary being, uh, Watchmen. It's a good show as always, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's yeah, a solid show. It's, it's, it's a good show. Um, so be sure to catch us on YouTube. Uh, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox. Did I say Spotify again? No, no. Spotify, Castbox. I think I said Castbox again, didn't I? Probably. Okay. Uh, Pandora and all those good podcasting sites. YouTube for the videos, as I said earlier. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter is coming up. We have a Facebook. Go check that out. Please subscribe to us. Help us in any way possible. We have a Patreon. That is the best way to help us out. In order to get ourselves more out there and more and provide you guys a lot more greater stuff. And well yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. Well, this has been good old Hi Joe. And this has been your boy Eli with the Geeks Interiors. And yep, it's time to sign out. Peace.